Hi, friends, and welcome to a solo episode of the Open House Podcast with me, Louise Rumble. So I'm just at Shoreditch House today, and I just had lunch, and every time I see this booth, I'm like, I'm just going to jump in and do a quick solo episode. So today, I'm just going to give you guys a life update about me and my life. Now, I got a one-star review on Apple Podcasts a couple of weeks ago from someone called ButtLicker123, who said that the podcast is all about me and that it should be more about human psychology. The truth is, Butlicker, the podcast is about me because it's my podcast. And the reason that I share my personal experience is so that people listening feel less alone. And when I got that feedback, I was like, oh my God, maybe this shouldn't be about me. And I spoke to quite a lot of people about it. And I was like, what do you think? Do you think this is fair? Every single person said that they felt seen and heard and like that they could relate to this podcast. So I thought, you know what, I'm not going to stop sharing my truth and my experiences because that's how we as human beings realize that we're not alone, that other people feel the way that we do. So if you just want therapy, this podcast is not for you. If you want therapy and real life and human connection and the highs and the lows, the good, the bad, the tears, the laughter, then this podcast is for you. Because not only do you get my lived experience, but you also get some of the best doctors and therapists that are out there. So I just wanted to preface that by saying, yeah, this is going to be about me. Because I get lots of DMs from people saying, what are you doing? Where are you in the world? Are you going back to Mexico? Do you have a boyfriend? Like, why are you moving out of your apartment? What's going on? And do you know what? I just thought, I'm going to jump on here. I'm going to give you guys a quick life update. I'm going to talk my love life. I'm going to talk my work life. I'm going to talk my Q4 plans. I just love like Q4, Q1. So I'm going to talk with you about what I've been up to and what the next few weeks hold. So for anyone that has been following my journey so far, I went to Tulum, Mexico in February with my mum on holiday. Now, I'd been to Tulum a couple of times before. I felt like this is probably the last time I was ever going to go. And the reason for that is I wanted my mum to experience Mexico because I feel like as our parents get older, if they don't start to do things, then they might sadly never get to do them. That is such a dark thing to say and honestly it makes me like so upset if I like sit with that thought for too long and really really stay with it but the truth is is that I want my parents to really enjoy their life and experience everything that they can and my dad wasn't super keen for going to Mexico he'd already been on a lot of holidays and some golf trips and stuff like that so I was like do you know what I'm gonna go with my mom some mummy daughter bonding time and we're gonna spend some time together and just like experience Mexico. So yeah, we went in March and we had a great holiday together. I then stayed on a bit longer because I can work remotely. So I was going to stay out there. I was going to have my best friend from LA fly in to visit me. I was going to have one of my great friends from Canada fly in to visit me. And yeah, that was the plan. Now, for everyone listening, I met someone, which was not in the plan. Like, we're going to do a whole episode on this, but I really, like, wasn't dating. I hadn't slept with anyone since my ex-boyfriend. Like, people do not believe that I hadn't slept with anyone since my ex-boyfriend, but, like, I genuinely hadn't. I was basically a fucking virgin throughout the last two years of my life. Now, 
<laughs> not a total virgin. And there's a couple of good stories along the way. But the truth is, is that I didn't sleep with anyone. And I wasn't looking for love. And I wasn't dating. And I hate that phrase when they're like, oh, it comes when you least expect it. But the truth is, it did. But the truth is, the universe also threw me a little curveball before that in terms of seeing if I'd sort of leveled up and really like owned the lessons that I'd been going through in therapy. So I met my boyfriend out in Mexico, which meant that I kept changing my flight and changing my flight. Now, anyone that knows me knows I love a good flight change. I am the queen of changing flights. And I luckily booked a flexible ticket because, oh my God, the number of times that I changed that flight was like literally ridiculous. And it got to the point where people wouldn't even ask me when I was coming home anymore because I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to come home next week or like maybe in three weeks or I changed my flight and people would just laugh and be like, yeah, cool, I'm sure you are. So that was quite funny. And in the end, though, I had a hard stop that I had to be back in London. So there were a couple of things that were pulling me back to London. The first one was that my brother and his now wife were getting married. So that was obviously something that I was never going to miss. It was like such a crucial family event that I knew that I had to be there for the wedding. I was like, I want to be back at least one or two weeks before the wedding because the old me would tear up like two days before the wedding and then I'd lose my passport and then I wouldn't make it to the wedding. And yeah, so I was like, right, I'm going to go home like two weeks before the wedding so I can get over the jet lag, so I can help with logistics and stuff like that. That was the first reason that I needed to go home. The second reason is that my angel of a dog, Lola Granola, Lolly, was in London and I missed her so much. But when I got Lolly as a puppy, it was during lockdown and I was living at my parents' house with me, my mum, my dad, my brother and my brother's wife. So my adorable puppy was basically raised by the family in this house. So when I went away, she was in the countryside with my parents, so happy, getting walked way more than she would in London, being out in nature all the time, going around the golf course with my dad. So even though I felt like deep down very guilty about my dog being left at home and like genuinely was like really deeply upset at points. I also knew that I had to live my life and that I had to experience a heart opening connection and learning to trust again, learning to love again, learning to be intimate again, whilst my dog was basically being looked after and loved dearly. So she was the second reason that I came home. The third reason was that my apartment in London was empty. I was still paying rent. I couldn't sublet it and my rent was not cheap. So I decided that after six months or so in Mexico that it was really time to come back to London and come back to London I did. So when I left Mexico the plan was that I was always gonna come back. We were just so happy together and it was just such a healthy beautiful experience. So I knew that that hadn't ended when I left and I knew that there was like a time that I was gonna come back but I also knew that I needed to come back to London. Now, when I got back to London and was back with my friends, back with my family, back with the dog, did the wedding, my landlord threw a spanner in the works, or maybe not a spanner, depends on how you look at it. My landlord tried to put up my rent. Now, my apartment was really amazing. I had been there for four years, really, really big, had glass on both sides. You could see trees from either side, which in London is like, really unheard of. It was really, really quiet, but it was still so central. Honestly, this was just like a really good apartment for me. But when my landlady tried to put up the rent, I was like, I can't afford this. Not only because 
I guess the rent was so expensive as it was, but also if I knew that I was going to be going back to Mexico and then coming back to London and maybe like traveling around, that plus it being empty just meant that it was like such a drain on my bank account. Then put into the equation the cost of living crisis and the whole heating crisis in the UK. And considering that my apartment has three walls that are to the outside, like it's not got apartments like either side of it. It's on the end of the building. So it means that it gets really, really cold in winter and it needs heating and it heats up quickly. But it just meant that my bills would be so, so expensive. I just kind of decided, okay, I think this is the end of an era and I think I'm going to end this tenancy. It was like a really difficult thing for me to decide. And I really did go back and forth on it. And I was like, should I do this? Should I not? I don't know, like, if I want to live in Mexico. I don't know if my boyfriend's going to come to London and then we won't have anywhere to live. I don't know if I can go back to my parents in the meantime, etc., etc. So it was like quite a difficult decision for me. But in the end, I felt like I needed to pull the Band-Aid off and I just needed to make the decision. So that brought me to move out date, at which point I knew that I was going to go back to Mexico and see what happened next. Now, everyone's saying to me, why don't you just go and live in Mexico? Why don't you go and live in Mexico? The problem is I have some challenges with Mexico. They are as follows. First of all, I haven't got my dog there. And yes, I could potentially get her there, but I can't commit to doing that until I know that this is my home, this is going to be my house, this is going to be my future. So that's one thing that's a big issue for me. The second is that Tulum is really not cheap. It's actually very, very expensive for being in Mexico. So people think that it's like super cheap. You can just rent an apartment. But the truth is that the ones that I want are like two and a half to three thousand US dollars a month just for me to rent on my own. So that is also not like a great solution. The other challenges that I found with Tulum was that I didn't really find any really, really good girlfriends there. I met a couple of girls that I liked and that I think I could nurture or develop a friendship with when I get back. But I just really missed like my people, my wellness people, you know, the ones that want to co-work and then go to the gym, go to Pilates, eat a pizza, go on a dog walk, grab an iced coffee, etc, etc. I didn't really find that group of people out there. And I felt like people were either super, super spiritual, which there's nothing wrong with that because I'm also spiritual, but in Tulum, it feels like that's like an identity is like being spiritual. And the other identity that I find out there is like the party animal, which also, as you guys know, as someone that is four and a half years sober, the party animal, the drugs, that vibe is like honestly my worst nightmare. I'm like really boring, but honestly, it makes me happy. I just want to do simple things with people that I love and with good food and with good company. So yeah, I kind of felt like being in Tulum made me really miss my friends and my family in London. And I think that my family is like the other reason that I'm struggling with the idea of committing to moving to Tulum full time. And that's because since going to therapy, I am closer with my family than I've ever been. And I really just 
really miss them when I'm away. And I also feel like I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, as we're getting older, like I want to be around for all these moments, the special moments, the moments that we share whilst we're all together and really like experiencing each other and these moments and building memories together. And it makes me like upset to be away for long periods of time. So there are some challenges for me in terms of the decision to move to Mexico full time. And I think what makes it really difficult is that the man that I love, the man that I feel at home with, the man that treats me so well and that we navigate life so well with is in Mexico and he cannot work remotely. And on top of that, The truth is that it's very hard for a Mexican or any other nationality, really, to get a visa in the UK. So right now, we're just kind of discussing the logistics of what happens next. How could he get to London? Could we go somewhere else in Europe, et cetera, et cetera. And these are things that I've never, ever shared. I've never had a space or a moment to really share what I've been going through. So I also just want to share that for like a dose of reality, which is that I talk all the time about this incredible partnership, incredible way we treat each other, the love, the fun, the respect, the passion. But the truth is, is that like with any relationships, there are also difficulties too. There are logistical difficulties where he is thousands of miles away. And right now, that is something that we are working through as well as deepening our love, working out what we both want in a partnership. So that is kind of an overview, an update on my love life. I am going back to Tulum on Friday. Don't know when this episode is going to go out, maybe on Friday. So if you're listening today, there's a chance that I might be on a plane at the airport or in Mexico right now. So I am going back. I can't wait. I have butterflies. Like the thought of seeing my boyfriend in the airport when I get there makes me want to like actually like hide. I feel like nervous and adorably cute around this topic. So I can't wait to go back. I'm going to go back for eight weeks. And the reason for that is I want to be back for my brother's birthday. I want to be back for Christmas. And I want to be back for my dog. So I'm going to go. I'm going to be present in Tulum. I'm going to appreciate the fact that I'm in paradise. I'm going to appreciate the fact that I'm living these incredible experiences because so many people can't do that. I'm also very aware that a lot of people with children can't just get up and go at the drop of a hat. And maybe one day that will be me too. So I want to just enjoy these moments and I don't want to ever look back and say, I regret not doing that. I regret not going all in on this. So... That is what the next two months hold for me. And that is an update on my love life. So in terms of an update on my work life, things are so busy. So anyone that knows me knows that I'm always so busy. My coping mechanism for life is just to work, work, work and work some more. And right now and for the last year, I have been working two full-time jobs. Now, the reason for that is that open house costs money to run, particularly with how many hundreds of thousands of people are listening now. There's a level of sound quality that needs to be committed to across equipment, across sound production, across hosting costs, marketing costs, etc, etc. So I work for Chapter 3, which is my wellness agency. I basically run that business so that I can build and run the podcast. So I'm incredibly busy running two businesses. But what is really exciting 
with open house is that we are getting to this tipping point now where I think I will probably step into a space where open house is my full-time job. It will be the only business that I will be building and I will be here full-time for you guys to build you the best experience that you could ever want with some of the leading therapists around the world. And I'm just so excited to not only build this podcast, but also to launch our on-demand content platform. Now, that is something that we are going to launch in January or February of next year, but we're actually going to start sooner than that, launching stuff that you can go deeper into. I have people all the time saying, I just need that script. Like, can you just tell me how to do this? or how should I break up with this person or how should I talk about my anxious attachment style or what conversations should I be having to avoid cheating or infidelity in my relationship and there's so many things that I and the therapist want to drop before February. So the really exciting thing is, is from this point onwards, you're probably going to start to see small things coming out that you can either purchase, little add-ons and bonuses to each episode, and really just starting to take you a little bit deeper into your own self-reflection journey. But alongside that, February is going to see the big launch of our online content platform. Now, there is a chance that date might change because I think that you never know what happens when you build these things. But that is the plan. If you are on the open house mailing list, there's like a thousand of you or something, not that many in comparison to how many people listen, you will get first access to this platform. And we're also going to be asking some of you to basically be VIP early adopters, which means that you will get either free or 50% off access to the platform in return for giving us some feedback, giving us a testimonial, etc, etc. So if you want to be one of those people, then make sure you head over to the website, get on that mailing list. And that is where we will share the opportunity to be in that little beta testing group with you. So things are exciting on the podcast front. We have thousands of listeners every month. We're about to hit half a mil downloads and things are just picking up speed. So we are doing one episode a week at the moment, but I want to get into doing two episodes a week. There are so many things that I want to share with you guys. There are so many therapists that I think can help you with what you're going through. And my dream at Open House is to be able to basically have a therapist that specializes in everything. I also want to have tons of other therapists who all excel in different things. So some areas that I want to build into are, for example, making this podcast more accessible for people in same-sex relationships, because right now, someone is screaming outside and I like don't know why. Because for now, everything is quite heteronormative in terms of male-female relationships purely because of my own experience in life. So that's something that I want to look into. And there are also so many things like money, food, career, that are also so important that I want to share with you guys and get into the human psychology of and the deeper drivers behind these things as well as all things relationships, sex, and intimacy. So the work update and side of things is good. I'm really having to try to keep like a lid on how hard I'm working. Anyone that knows me knows I'm really, really bad at balance. Like I can easily get up, get a coffee, get on with work. And then I look up and it's like 2 p.m. and I haven't eaten anything for the day. And then I drunk another coffee and I'm just like sometimes not very good at taking care of myself. I really, really neglect myself. And I feel like having a dog has really helped me with that because she helps me get outside. I'll walk around the garden constantly. She's helpful for that. But 
This balance piece is something that I'm still really working on. I am not good at feeding myself. I am not good at nurturing myself. And I'm good at sleeping, but I'm really like often not sleeping very well. Like I still have a lot of nightmares. And I think that that's because I am pretty stressed and because I do drink a lot of caffeine. So that is my work update and my life update. And I think the only other thing that I have to update you guys on is like my personal life outside of my relationship. So being away, actually, I think has just been such like an eye opening experience to help you realize who your true friends are and who aren't. And I always joke that If you have more than 10 friends, like I genuinely don't know how you do it because I would love to just be able to like go to breakfast with this person, go to a Pilates class with this person, go on a night out with this person. But the truth is I don't have a huge amount of time that is for a lot of like social stuff, which means that I really have to like prioritize specific people. And in doing that, plus the restriction of being away where you really can't keep up with like tons of people and you need to be very intentional across time zones, across oceans about who you want to check in on and know what they're up to and know how their life is going. It's definitely like refined my circle even smaller. And I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. I think that sometimes it's kind of easy to be lonely in today's society. And, you know, I sometimes have moments when I'm like washing up the dishes and it's the end of the day and like my apartment's dark and everything's silent. And I'll just have like a major twang of loneliness like everyone's married everyone has children I'm like on my own in my old apartment my boyfriend's on the other side of the world and I like have been working all day like staring at a computer screen and sometimes I feel really lonely and so that's just another takeaway from today's episode is I didn't want this update to be like oh my god my life is so amazing I've got this amazing boyfriend I'm living transatlantically between London and Tulum and I'm just gonna hop back and forth and I can work remotely wherever I want like that is not the truth the truth is that my life is great I'm privileged I'm blessed I work incredibly hard but there are challenges and that is across my love life, across my friends and my family that I'm going to leave behind. And also the stress that I put on myself to build this as a business, to show up consistently with really high quality content. And the reality is that sometimes like it is a little bit too much. So when I get to Tulum, I am really excited to just, well, I was going to say take some time out and just chill, but honestly, my schedule doesn't actually stop. It's like I take the weekend off when I get there and then I jump back into reality on Monday with another busy working week. But I am so grateful for everything that lies ahead and the summer that I've just had. I think it's been a great summer. For me, it hasn't been like that crazy best summer ever that I think a lot of people like to claim like, oh, best summer ever, you know, Mykonos, Ibiza. I didn't do anything like that. Like I didn't go away once, I don't think. No, I didn't. I didn't go away once. It wasn't like the best summer of my life. It was just like a really nice, wholesome summer where I worked really hard. I got to ground myself back down and just be with the people that I love, appreciate my quality time with them, deepen and nurture those relationships more and more and also just be like what makes me happy what can I do more of and how can I get a little bit more balance in my life I think that's basically the update for me that's the update on where I've been what I've been doing where I'm going an update on my love life an update on my family life an update on my friend life and an update on my business life and 
as well as just like a little dose of reality around the fact that my life isn't perfect. Please don't ever think that my life is perfect. It really, really isn't. So I do also want to slow things down over the next few months and just try and prioritize a little bit more balance in my physical health too, because these are the things that go on behind the scenes that no one shares about. So that's a bit of my reality. I love you guys. Like, honestly, from the bottom of my heart, I am obsessed with every single one of you. I would not be sat in this chair right now if it wasn't for you. I would not be able to have a podcast if it wasn't for you. I am so grateful if you listen to this podcast. And I am even more grateful if you share it, if you send it to your friends, and if you review it on Apple or Spotify. Because that honestly makes my day. If anyone wants to go and give me a nice review to offset being trolled by that person... I would appreciate that even more. And other than that, I just want to say, I love you guys. I am grateful for you. I am so excited to see where the rest of this year takes us. I have a feeling that next year is going to be an amazing year. And I just can't wait to do this alongside of you, to be with you and just share this experience with you. So grateful for you listening, grateful for you being here with me. And I really hope you enjoyed this bonus episode. Other than that, I will talk to you soon. Love you.